Hello, and welcome to the Murder House Radio Show. I'm your host, X. On this show, we will be covering serial killers, killers, mass shooters, disappearances, true crime, and the most deplorable things and people in history. All that good, dark stuff. The Murder House Radio Show will be a radio show slash podcast. I'll be uploading videos every Friday at 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Once you hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification and select all to get all notifications if you are viewing on YouTube. And hit follow if you are listening on a podcasting platform. So sit down, get comfortable, grab some coffee or whatever your preferred beverage is, turn off the lights, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, how's your uh, October going? October 1st, I believe it is. So uh, the start of a new month, Halloween month, a good month. But uh, yeah. I haven't uh, recorded an episode in a few days. I've been uh, busy, I guess you could say. I did some moving, so your boy's sore as fuck. It'd be like that. But, um, yeah. And then I also just got lazy and I guess kind of down or whatever. But I'm recording this episode, but not that it matters because they're all uh, pre-recorded, so... uh. You'll be seeing this on October, and I'm recording this on the 28th of April, I believe. Hold on. Yeah, the 28th of April. So not that it matters all that much. But uh, let me know how your week was down in the comments, and uh, how your Friday's going. I hope it's going good. But uh, yeah, if you wish to ask for some advice to be covered... At the end of the podcast slash broadcast, the podcast email will be in the description. Also, in the description will be the sources. So, uh, yeah. Also, if you don't like these little intros, I guess you could just skip. But I honestly don't really give a fuck if you like it or not. Because this is my podcast and we do what we please. I just like to check in on you guys. And get a little personal with you guys without revealing my identity. <laughs> but uh, yeah, without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. So this case is the April Jones case. And this dude is the murderer, Mark Bridger. So uh, I've never heard of this case before because this is just an individual case. And this dude's just a... Uh, child killer not a serial killer but uh the girl's name who was uh murdered is april sue lynn jones born april 2007 april 4th 2007 and died october 1st 2012 and this took place in um wales uk but um my name is actually uh Welsh, I guess you could say, but uh, it also means lonely river bank, so uh, that's something interesting, I guess you could say. But there is that. But um, so April, the girl from Mashinalthi, Powell's, Wales, 
So this is um, M-A-C-H-Y-N-L-L-E-T-H. Powsy, P-O-W-Y-S, Wales, who was five years old and she disappeared on the 1st of October, 2012, after being sighted willingly getting into a car near her house or her home or whatnot. So uh, her disappearance got a large amount of, in of national and international press coverage. And a 46-year-old man, Mark Bridger, was uh, arrested for this. And then on the 30th of May, 2013, he was found guilty of April's abduction and murder. In addition to, to preventing the course of justice, he was sentenced to life in prison with the, with the trial judge ordering he never be released from prison. I'm pretty sure her body was also, uh, never found. But, uh, yeah, there is that. So, we will get into the search. This one may also be a shorter one, so, you know. But, um, on October 3rd, 2012, April Jones's mother made an appeal for information about her daughter, the following day, the, pre the Prime Minister, David Cameron, also issued an appeal to the public, commenting, clearly having this happen to you, and the fact that she suffers from cerebral palsy, something I know a little bit about from my own children, also make this worse. My appeal would be to everyone, if you know anything, if you saw anything, Heard anything, have any idea you can bring forward, talk to the police. So, did the daughter have cerebral palsy, or does the mother? Hmm. So, um, in the days uh, leading after the girl's disappearance, April's disappearance, a large search uh, jumped off or whatnot, and uh, was mounted around the area, the city area I mentioned earlier, Matchinilf, <laughs> fuck around, but this involved the police and search and rescue teams using special equipment as well as hundreds of volunteers. And then on the 12th of December, police stated that the search for April would continue into 2013. And then on um, the 27th of March, 2013, Police revealed that they would call off the search at the end of April after being unable to locate the body. Well, that's kind of a weird time to call off the search, knowing that the girl's name's April and they're calling it off at the end of April. But on um, the 22nd of April, police confirmed that the search had been officially ended and the police stated that uh, reactive team of specialist officers are available to respond to any new information that is received. This was the largest missing person search in the UK police history. Interesting. Very interesting. Also, if you guys want me to uh, cover more missing persons uh, cases and whatnot... Let me know down in the comments below, because I also find those uh, very interesting. And also uh, strange deaths and stuff, because, you know, 
those are also interesting. But they're not murders, but they're still interesting. So let me know if you want me to uh, cover those, because I'm uh, coming to the end of the list of uh, cases I have to cover. So I'll just have to make a new list. So Mark Bridger was a local man, and he was arrested on the afternoon of the 2nd of October, 2012. And this was less than 24 hours after April went missing. And uh, he became a suspect in the case because he was matched as, as a description of the man and the vehicle. Uh, Left-hand drive, Land Rover Discovery, which eyewitnesses had seen April enter following a conversation with the man. So there's that. So that's how he ties into this case. On the 5th of October, 2012, police officials officially designated the case a murder inquiry, even though a body had not been found. This was the first indication that the police now had reason to believe that April Jones was dead. Yes, if um, a child goes missing, they only have about 24 hours to uh, find them, or they're most likely uh, dead. That's what I've heard around and stuff. But uh, Sky News presenter Kay Burley was accused of intensively after breaking the news was accused of insensitivity. Insensitivity. So she did it very harshly, I guess, after breaking the news of Jones's probable death live on air to volunteers who had been searching for her. Well, shit. The interviewees were unaware the case had changed from a search for a missing person into a murder investigation. Well, there is that. And then the next day, on the 6th of October, Bridger was charged with a child abduction murder and attempting to prevent the course of justice. He appeared before magistrates at Aberswerthy on the 8th of October, where he was additionally charged with the unlawful concealment and disposal of a body. He was uh, remanded into custody and held at the HMP Manchester, pending an appearance at the Carinfont, Carinfont, <laughs> C-A-E-R-N-A-R-F-O-N, Crown Court. But yes, if you guys have been rocking with me for a while, you know I'm dog shit at reading and pronouncing some words sometimes, so, uh, you know, bear with me. Uh, but this uh, occurred on the 10th of October via video link. So it was a video trial pre-coronavirus. <laughs> but um, yes, so the trial um, began or occurred or whatnot on the 10th of October, I believe is what that said. And then on the 14th of January, 2013, uh, Mold Crown Court, Bridge pled not Bridger pled not guilty to the charge of murdering April Jones, but accepted that he was probably responsible for her death. What the hell? <laughs> um, the trial was to begin on the twenty fifth of February at the Mold Crown Court, but it was adjourned until the twenty ninth of April at the request of Bridger's defense team in order to make further inquiries, okay. So, um, 
So the 8th of October was um when he was charged and then he was remanded into custody, blah, 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 blah. Oh, word. So um his trial date was set on um October 10th, word. My bad, guys. My bad. And then, uh, yes. And then it says here, who is Mark Bridger? So he was uh, born in War Memorial Hospital in Crashelton, Crashelton, London, on the 6th of November, 1965. Yo, what's with all these serial killers and killers being born in November, bro? Or dying in November. But uh, he was the second of three children born to a policeman, Graham Bridger, and his uh, wife, Pamela. He has an older sister and a younger brother, and he grew up in a semi-detached house in uh, Willington, London. He attended uh, John Ruskin High School in uh, Creighton, and uh, leaving with seven CESs, whatever that is. So he was no stranger to the law. He had a string of uh, minor offenses stretching back to the mid-1980s. Um, when he was 19, he was convicted of firearm offenses and theft. And he moved to Wales in the, in the 80s. Word up, word up. And um, he was convicted there on criminal damage, fray, whatever that is, and driving without a license in 1991. And then the year after that, he was convicted again for driving, well, uh, disqualified and without insurance. So, like, suspended license or whatever. And then in 2004, he was convicted on battery and threatening behavior. And then in 2007, he received his fifth conviction, this time for assault. So his uh, record just got violenter and violenter, I guess you could say. And then, um... Uh, Bridger work. His work history is, uh, verified. He has been an abitur worker, whatever that is, a hotel porter, a firefighter, lifeguard, mechanic, and welder. Interesting. Uh, his, he has six kids by four women. Well, shit, my guy's a player and was married once to the mother of two of his kids. From 1990 until the marriage ended in divorce several years later. Interesting. Interesting stuff. I wonder why he killed her or whatever. Or if they even have the right dude. Because he never confessed to where the uh, body was or whatnot. So, you know. But he was the last person seen with her. So, it's most likely he did. But I wonder why he did. Why do you guys think he did? But uh, we'll get into the trial here right now. So the trial of Mark Bridger began on April 29th, 2013. And that's almost uh, nine years and one day ago. And this was before, well, nine years and one day ago from when I'm recording this. So uh, that's interesting. Um, before, And this was before Judge... Mr. Justice Griffith Williams, interesting, a forensic expert, expert told the court that uh, fragments of human bones consistent with a younger individual had been found in the fireplace of uh, Bridger's cottage. Well, shit. 
and blood found in several parts of the cottage matched the matched the DNA of April's. Well, that's damning. And uh, was enough to convince the convince the police that April Jones had suffered injuries from which she could not have survived, and uh, convinced the Crown prosecute the Crown Prosecution Service to charge Bridger with murder. Fuck me and my stuttering. Sorry, guys. But um, yes. Never mind. I take it back. He probably did it because you know that's some damning fucking evidence right there. But, um, in his defense, Bridger claimed that he had accidentally run over April in his car and could not remember disposing of her body due to alcohol and panic. Well, shit. The best course of action to avoid a fucking life sentence would just to be, yo, I was drinking, driving, and I accidentally fucking killed this little girl or whatever, and, uh, you know... At least there, it was an accident, and now it does now. So at least it doesn't look like you fucking just straight murdered somebody. But uh, it's a little too late for that, cause uh, you know, you fucking disposed of a fucking body, and let alone a body of a little girl, which is fucked up, bro. But on the twenty ninth of May, the judge concluded his summing up. And then ordered the jury to retire to consider its verdict. Okay. So whatever the fuck that means. So uh, he pled his case or whatever. And the judge was like, alright jury, you go uh, decide what should be done with this dude. Give your recommendations and we will get this sentencing underway kind of deal. And then on the 30th of May 2013, Bridger was found guilty of abduction, murder, and the preventing the course of justice. Later that day, oh shit, later that day, he was sentenced to life in prison with the whole life order, having been called the pathological and guilt, gilb liar, what the fuck is gilb, and a pedophile by the judge. What, did he do anything sexual or... Well, shit. Um, after the verdict, it was revealed that Bridger had confessed to the Strange Ways prison chaplain that he had disposed of April's body in the Fast Flow Adolf... Oh, shit, it's like a waterfall river type deal, which flows past Bridger's house before, uh, terminating in the River Delphi near the Mashanaleth word okay so he disposed of the body in the river and duffed pow's police have said that they doubt bridger's claims and believe he uh, scattered april's remains across the countryside near his house i don't know dumping it in the river would uh, be a better move because i doubt they'd ever be fucking found if that but uh yeah that's um yeah, you'd want them to be found, but if you were to murder anyone, if you live by a fast-flowing fucking river, fucking in the river they go, I guess, after you uh, do what you need to do. But, um, yeah, don't be killing anybody. That's not a good time. Just don't do it. But, uh, yeah. In July 2013, several weeks into his sentence, Bridger was attacked by a fellow prisoner with an improvised shank. 
So a prison knife, a homemade knife, resulting in a facial and throat injuries. Okay, okay. Good shit, good shit. That's what you get for killing a kid and potentially being a pedo. But who knows if he's actually a fucking pedo. But, you know, if you're fucking murdering and disposing of little kids' bodies, you probably are a fucking pedo. <sighs> but, yeah. <clears throat> For which he received stitches. Oh, yeah. In December 2013, Bridger launched an appeal against his whole life sentence, but dropped the appeal a month later, just days before it was due to be heard. Interesting. I see, I see. So her body was never found, like I mentioned, but 17 fragments of bones were recovered from the fireplace in um Bridger's cottage. So I'm guessing he uh killed her, hit her with the car, or whatever the fuck happened. Uh, cut her up, like dismembered her, and uh, burnt her. And then uh, attempted to uh, get as many pieces as he could out of the fireplace and scatter them wherever he did. But uh, yes, the funeral service for April was uh, held in the city on the 26th of September, 2013. Well, shit. There is that. So, um, after Bridger's arrest, police discovered an extensive collection of child abuse material on his computer. Okay, that's where the whole pedophile thing came from. So, there's that. Fuck this piece of shit, bro. So, in November 2013, following campaigning by Jones's parents, which was also backed by several national newspapers and search engines... Google and Bing modified their system to block results from searches aimed at producing child abuse images. Well, that's fucking good. I don't know why that wouldn't be blocked in the fucking first place. Fuck. But, um, yes. And then right here it says House in Sinos, C-E-I-N-W-S. On the 4th of August, 2014, in it was announced that the cottage in Sinus, Pows, where April is believed to have been killed, may be, uh, had been purchased by the Welsh government for £149,000, um, and um, having stood empty since Bridges' arrest nearly two years earlier, the cottage was demolished. In November 2014, and April's family watched the house being uh, destroyed. Well, I mean, that's good. A lot of places that have a bunch of fucking dark history or fucked up things happen, they'll usually just get demolished, because uh, why leave a building standing where some fucked ass shit happened? But, um, yeah, that's really all this uh, website says, but I will go look for uh, some more information and i'll let you guys know what i find okay so it says before uh 7 15 p.m on monday october 1st um april broke off from playing with a friend close to her home on the brian y gog estate and where she was from word 
she walked over to Mark Brigger, uh, Bridger's Land Rover and clambered in. Um, Brigger drove the little girl away via a back road and sped out of town. Okay, so there is that. This website will also be uh, linked in the description and uh, whatnot. Uh, it says here that um, John's the detective or whatnot hypothesized uh, that she went into the cottage alive and was killed in the cottage because of all the blood that was found, like I mentioned earlier, and, uh, and the, uh, fragments of bone in the fireplace, which makes sense, and it states that she was possibly smothered before being dismembered and her body parts scattered, so, uh, dismembered, burned, cremated, or whatnot, and, uh, scattered and stuff because if the parts were found in the fireplace most likely they were uh burnt but um bridger's skill as an amateur worker familiar with knives and as an outdoorsman with an ecolyptic uh what so a vast knowledge of the mountains and the valleys around the area meant he was able to uh, conceal most of April's remains with dreadful skill, which would also uh, make sense. Um, yes, makes sense, makes sense. But um, if the body was burned, now that I think about it, um, they would probably have found more evidence in the fireplace or whatnot, but, you know. But it says here, I think the body was dismembered and various parts have been placed in different areas, said John. Possibly those remains would have been small and damaged. That's why we have, we've had such difficulty locating them. Makes sense, makes sense. Uh, police said that it was discovered Bridger had driven 400 miles since his Land Rover was serviced two weeks before the abduction. So, uh, John said that it was, uh, possible that Bridger traveled a significant distance to dispose of the body parts. But, uh, based on the research and the best advice it would all point towards him going to areas he was comfortable with makes sense i still think he probably uh, may have dropped it in the river but um you never know you never know well not it the body parts but you know but uh that makes sense that makes the most sense to me anyway but uh yeah this uh, site pretty much repeats everything that I uh, already uh, said or whatnot. Uh, yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Um, Bridger took off the took the day off work and by noon was on his computer asking women out on dates. Do you fancy meeting up? No strings attached. Sorry, I hurt you. He messaged one woman. And then, uh, more disturbingly, at, uh, 12.11pm, Bridger looked at a cartoon image for his, from his collection of pictures showing young girls being sexually abused. This one showed a girl bound with, uh, 
gaffer tape being forced to have sex with an adult. Ooh, that's fucked up. When his vehicle was recovered later, there was a roll of gaffer tape on his dashboard. So was this dude into producing child porn or some shit? Yeah, this guy's just a piece of shit. He also viewed images from Facebook of a friend's teenage daughter and saved 20 of them. Police later found he had images of local teenagers, including April's half-sister and eight of April herself. Okay, so they left that out of the other fucking website. Well, damn. And then shortly before 5 p.m., Bridger drove his Land Rover three miles from his home, Mount Pleasant, in the village of Kenwis. Um to, uh, this city or whatnot to attend a parent's event for one of his children. Well, there is that. Imagine knowing your dad murdered a five-year-old girl. That's, uh, fucked up, bro. And was a fucking pedophile, too, at that. Like, Jesus Christ. So, the Detective John said it was possible that after leaving the town... Bridger drove April to a remote location and sexually assaulted her there, though there is no uh, forensic evidence of an attack taking place in his Land Rover. But um, it was equally feasible that he drove straight back to Mount Pleasant and assaulted her in the cottage before killing her, dismembering her body and driving away with her remains soon after. Uh, it was possible that that the 8.30 p.m. sightings uh, was of Bridger returning home after disposing of uh, her body. And uh, police believed he spent the rest of the night trying to get rid of all traces of April from the Mount Pleasant and uh, the Sterlings, the knives, and other tools he uh, had used, including the bone knife, that was found with a burned blade. Okay. Uh, yes, because burning blades is actually how you uh, can clean them and get rid of uh, shit from them. Because uh, if you don't have alcohol, you can burn the blades to uh, disinfect it before uh, using it on yourself. If you uh, need to for whatever reason. Because I have done that before with like tweezers and shit. But, um, you know, yeah. As he worked, he uh, may well have thought he had got away with his crimes. He did not know he had been spotted by April's seven-year-old best friend. Okay, so the friend reported him. Well, was the one who was the eyewitness, I'm guessing. And then, yes, you can read the rest of this site if you would like, but it basically just says the same stuff. Link in the description. But, uh, yeah, there, uh, so that's this case, but there's no, uh, emails for advice or whatnot just yet, so, uh, yeah, so that is the April Jones case. Thank you for listening to this episode on the Murder House Radio Show. I hope you have a good rest of your Friday or whenever you are listening to this. Check out the social medias and the sources in the description below. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. 
Once you hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification, and select all to get all notifications if you are listening on YouTube. If you are listening on a podcasting platform, hit follow. Leave your suggestions for future episodes in the comments. See you next episode. This is your host X, signing off.